Are you struggling with your marriage today? Are you on the brink of divorce? Are you thinking about leaving your spouse? Are you ashamed, embarrassed, and feeling guilt? Well, we want to encourage you on this show that there is hope, that you can restore your marriage, that you can bring back communication and love to your marriage, but it's going to take hard work. My guest today, Pam Sykes, is a blogger and speaker, and she's been there. She knows because her marriage almost ended. But with counseling, with better communication, by being in community, her and her husband, Greg, found the love again that God had for them. Stay with us on the show. Pam Sykes, it's so great to have you here in the studio. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm this is fun. Here. And you know what? This is definitely going to be like girl talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the next 27 minutes because I know there's going to be a lot I can learn from you especially like I um, I was going through your blog and reading sort of this diversity of topics that you have Mm -hmm. from you know you've got marriage and then what do you have like parties and I don't know you have all kinds of stuff in your in your blog post very very like you are a woman after my own heart Well, because it's diverse, yeah. and, and, you, and you love different things that I love, right? Yes. The blog is like a, a window inside my brain. It's like, <laughs> this is, I'm interested in this and this and that, so. Well, talk to me about the title. It says, it's the blog and your website is Clean Life, Happy Wife. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why did you name your blog post and sort of like, you know, sharing all of your ideas with that title? Well, I originally started it uh, just sharing recipes because I was trying to, you know, as a mom, trying to eat healthier in our family, trying to clean up things in our life, trying to get everyone more active. Mm -hmm. And then I just thought how that kind of spills over to all parts of your life. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you clean up your relationship with your kids and your marriage? And and then everything, you're doing it like the healthiest way with like taking out the garbage, taking out the extra stuff you don't need Mm -hmm. and just focusing on the good parts of life and how we can move forward in like a good, clean, stable way in really all areas of life. So I love yeah. that. That's a, you know what, that's a really, it's a, it's a great visual, mm-hmm. but it's, and, and it's like, it's very like tangible, but mm. it's also, you know, sort of the spiritual, emotional part of it, that whole clean, yeah. clean life, yeah. like get rid of the clean, junk that yes. like holds you back exactly. or the junk, like physically the junk food, mm-hmm. but also relationships mm-hmm thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. What have you found is one of your sort of best read or most trafficked blog posts that you write? What are what are people responding to as you write? Well, I feel like um, it's always the personal stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The stuff that, that I was probably the most reluctant to share and to write about. And yeah. sometimes when I've pushed, you know, go on it that I'm thinking, oh, should I delete that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't, this is, I shouldn't be sharing this. But that's, I feel like, what people resonate with. Yep. People want to just feel like they can connect with you on a personal level. And as women, we all like to share each other's story, right? And we like to identify. So if I'm talking about marriage or parenting or, you know, things like that, people, I feel like, can identify and will say, mm-hmm. this is how I felt. Or so many diff- so many times I've had people comment, I could have written that blog post. That's totally me. Yeah. Or And so and it's so amazing to be able to have that chat back and forth and to get to know people online that way yeah. and to just make a community where you can connect um, when, you know, you might not have that in the physical. You might not maybe be fitting in in your church or in your community or your neighborhood 
connecting with someone that you feel yeah. like has a similar story, but now with the wonders of technology, yeah. you can hop online and find somebody that you resonate with. And it's then, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing cool. now, right, that you can just access so yeah. much information and encouragement online. You have a lot of roles, Pam. So you're a mom of two. Mm-hmm. You're the wife of a Christian music recording artist, yes. Greg Sykes. Yeah. Uh, you are a children's ministry director. Mm-hmm. You are a speaker, you are a blogger, and you are like a stager, sort of props coordinator, whatever Mm -hmm. that role is. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of roles and titles. Yeah. How do you do it? It, Because it's a lot of hats, right? And and maybe the blog post is a part of, you know, you able to like keep it all organized or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But how how do you do it? Because I think for a lot of women that are listening and men too, you know, that's that reflects a lot of our lives. Mm -hmm. And it's a struggle sometimes to keep mm-hmm. all of those balls in the air and do yeah. them all well. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was in high school, my graduating year, having a meeting with my guidance counselor, and she was saying, you know, trying to find out what where to direct everyone. So what mm-hmm. is your career going to be? Make sure you pick the right classes to further your education to your career. And I remember sitting there and saying to her, I really don't know what exactly I want to do. And she said to me, well, what, what are you good at? Or what's your favorite thing to do. Let's just start mm-hmm. there and go in that direction. And I was like, that's the problem. I love to do like 10 things. There's like 10 jobs. I yeah. think right now I'd love to have that as a career. And, you know, she was really trying to encourage me to just focus on one thing. And so I think for a while I felt that way, like I had to just do one thing. But now I just feel comfortable just kind of dabbling whatever comes my way mm-hmm. in how I can take it. And so sometimes, you know, I'm t- putting a ton of energy on the blog or I'm busy with different events and then other things kind of are resting to the side but then I'll tuck that away and pick up something else and do it so and I like that for me it works I like being busy I love being active Mm -hmm. I'm really social so I like that busyness I know it's not for everybody some of my best girlfriends are we're probably friends because they're really calm and your life is (laughs) I have those too yeah I can't even believe you do that but but it's just everyone's different. I think that's amazing how God created everyone so different. Yep. And your capacity is different and what drives you is different. So for us, and, and my husband's a lot that way too, he likes doing a lot. So mm-hmm. we kind of, yeah, we have this crazy life that we somehow manage it and it works for us. So, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of your husband, I mean, you go back and forth between St. Catharines, which is near Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and to Nashville. Yes. Right? Because of his his work and because he's a musician. How has that been, mm-hmm. you know, to be the wife or support supportive partner to a musician? I don't know if everybody can do it. Yeah. How is that going? Yeah. I mean, I, I again, I really like it in a way that I love traveling. I like, uh, I like organization and plan things, but I also really enjoy doing stuff off the cuff and doing things spontaneously. So I feel like for us it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know – how or why, but it, it really does. I, I love it. And I love that supportive role. Like even with things that I volunteered in before, I, I enjoy a lot of behind the scenes stuff, even mm-hmm. with my work. I like that. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, people have said that before to me numerous times, like, do you ever feel like you're in your husband's shadow? Is that ever <laughs> hard? I'm like, I like it there. I yeah. like being the support system. And I don't feel I love him. I love what he does. And it's been an exciting life for our family. And I just, yeah, it works and I like it. So you never get in that moment where you're seeing him on stage and Mm -hmm. adoring fans and people loving him. 
do you ever get that sense? I, I say that because mm-hmm. my husband, Chris, is where you're at. Yeah. Like, I'm always the one. We joke mm-hmm. because he's always like, I hold Melinda's purse <laughs> while she's on stage. And I always wondered what was in the oh. minds of the person who's supporting yeah. The person who's up front, especially in ministry, like the pastor's Mm -hmm. wife or Mm -hmm. husband, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, or the musician's husband, wife. Like, Mm -hmm. what is that like? Is there ever a moment where you wish you were there, that there's resentment, or are you Mm -hmm. really like, no, this is my role? I mean, I think, of course, there's been times. But for me, they've been small and few. I... I um, wouldn't want to be on the stage. Actually, that mm. to me, I don't. I don't envy that. I. I think that's amazing. He can do it. Sometimes I think, how can you do this? Like that makes <laughs> me have a knot in my stomach to think of going up there. I'm like, don't you get so nervous? And yeah. but he doesn't because that's his thing. And mm. then I'm kind of happy where I'm at. So, but so I feel like less than maybe the spotlight um, thing is more the time. Like sometimes I do feel like that's where I feel frustrated is if so much time is going toward that focus in our family. And then if, if there's something that I'm feeling really passionate about, but we don't have time because we're yeah. traveling, where that's where I can feel frustrated. And then we'll have to have a conversation. And I'm like, you know, I'm feeling a little bit like left behind here. Is there yeah. any way we can try to work this in? Pam, that is so good learning. That's a lot <clears throat> of great learning, especially when if you're in ministry and you've got like a pastor role, that that's like the all-consuming thing mm-hmm. because he's doing sort of this work of the Lord and ministry or she's doing the work of the Lord and ministry and she's up front and, mm-hmm. and you know, preaching to the masses. So that's the focus. And I have found that newly married, I mean, you know, Chris and I are just over a year now married, mm-hmm. that we have to be very intentional because yeah. my life can overshadow and consume yeah. our family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that's my call. That's yeah. my passion. So come yeah. with me. And there have been moments where, Chris is very supportive, mm-hmm. but he's had to pull me back and say, whoa, like, mm-hmm. I'm here too. Yeah. I've got, you're right. I've got yeah. passions and I have things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, Pam, sometimes I get resentful. I'm like, but mine mm-hmm. is like to the masses on <laughs> podcasts in my face. And he's yeah. like, okay, you need to settle down, <laughs> have a reality right. check, <laughs> right? And I think that's really a good reminder that if people are in that role, yeah. that both calls of God are important, mm-hmm. whether you're right. in front of thousands or in front of two or three or yep. if it's for the family, they're yep. both equally important. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. So when you do that, you need, you, you voice it. Mm-hmm. So you're vocal with mm-hmm. Greg. Yes. And then you have a talk. Yep. We do. Yep. Sometimes it's a very mature, controlled talk <laughs> and sometimes it's not. And yeah. it's, I have to think, well, I could have handled that better. Absolutely. <laughs> I get but that. That's, yeah, but we, we tried. That's something we're learning on. That's um, Our communication has always been the, probably the one of the worst things in our marriage that we've always had to work on. Mm-hmm. And especially me, I, when I get hurt, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to see you. I don't want to, I just want to sit by myself, which is not it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. You have to – I'm trying to always push myself with her, say how I feel in a way that's not hurtful, yeah. which is hard. Yeah. So, But, yeah, that's what we're learning to do. Communication. So. It's the key. When I we look at your it. blog post, Pam, there's a lot about marriage in there. There's <clears throat> a blog post that, you know, you talk, you know, very honestly and candidly. And one of the blog posts is the marriage that almost wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take a moment because here's what's interesting. You know, I've been in ministry for over 20 years, 
And there's still that thing like, oh, it's, you know, she's um, a children's ministry director, Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, a known uh, Christian music artist, you know, on both sides of in Canada and the U.S., and Mm -hmm. they're a known couple, and, you know, they're Christian. Mm -hmm. And then you start reading your blog post, and you're like, what? And yet I'm like, wait a second, I know that firsthand from my own life, but it's like, wow. Um, Let's talk about that, because, you know, marriage, wow, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, it's one where, you know, we know of and personally firsthand, you know, we have, we know of people and couples that have divorced and have shocked us or it hasn't shocked us. Mm-hmm. We have friends that grew up in divorced homes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in a blended family, so mm-hmm. that's my reality. But let's talk a little bit about your marriage of, you know, to be able to share this so openly mm-hmm. um, and to kind of put it out there to the world. That's big, yeah. especially in the roles that you have. Yeah. Why do you do that? Mm-hmm. And your thoughts about marriage, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of us could learn, you know, when we're more open and authentic and mm-hmm. honest, we we begin healing ourselves and learning from ourselves, but also we we give other people permission to be able to speak and share openly. Mm-hmm. So to get some, let's get some background. Like mm-hmm. way back, you guys have been married now for how many years? Um, Twelve. Twelve years. February, yeah. How did you meet? And then yes. what was this whole idea, especially mm-hmm. in your blog posts about, you know, it's not the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and we've kind of set ourselves up for a bit mm-hmm. of the fail when we think that way. Mm-hmm. So take us yeah. way back to how you guys okay. met, and then the process of it all. So we met at church, which you know I'm thinking <laughs> as a good Christian girl, this is what you do: you go to church, yes. you meet a good Christian boy, and then you know if you both love God, you're going to get married, and you're going to live happily ever after, and it's going to be amazing because this is what you're you taught, yeah. right? That's the right way to do things. So that's exactly what we did. And then, you know, I think it was literally on our honeymoon, it all started unraveling. All of the past hurt and baggage that, you know, each of us carried, the the traumatic things that had happened in families, the wounds that had happened years prior, both of our preconceived notions of what marriage should be and what it should look like, it just all crashed together. And... We were young, too. I think we were 23 when mm-hmm. we got married. So, you know, we weren't really equipped to handle I grew up in a really sheltered home. Like, my parents loved each other, and they're still married, and we never saw them really argue. And, I mean, I just had no idea. No idea. Mm-hmm. And so then when things started kind of unraveling, I didn't know what to do. And I thought, I've made a mistake. This, this something is wrong. On your like, honeymoon. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was on our honeymoon. Yeah, it was crazy. It just was like immediately everything fell apart. And it's crazy how that happened. But um, And then we were just kind of flailing around, like trying to pull it together. And we, um, I I didn't want to say anything to anybody, my family, nobody, because Mm -hmm. I was embarrassed. And I just felt like, okay, maybe it's a phase. Maybe something's going on. Like, give it time. We'll be able to pull this back together. But it just got worse. It got worse and worse. We could not communicate. We could not problem solve. I felt like I don't even like him at all. Like, Mm -hmm. forget love. I can't stand him. I don't want to be around him. I don't like him. I'm sure he thought the same of me. Mm -hmm. So it was a mess. And we we tried going to counseling and different things, but um, but it was hard. The marriage part was hard, and then just the stigma of failure and the pressure of being in the spotlight. And people would constantly come to me and say, like, "Oh, 
your husband's so amazing. I pray for a man like him. And I would just smile and nod in my head. I'd think, really? really? Oh, yeah. yeah, you do, do you? You don't <laughs> yeah. even know what you're asking yeah. for. But, you know, and it was just... Um, and add the whole yeah. Christian church part of it all. Yeah. Yes, and so then you feel like then I felt like I was living a lie, and I would feel sick when people would come mm. and gush about our marriage and how amazing they think we are as a couple and what a great example we are. And I would go home and cry because I would feel like, what a fraud. Yeah. Like, we're lying to everybody. Our marriage is on the brink of being over. It's a disaster. And then we're at church putting on these fake smiles, and then... You know, at church, they're like, come as you are. I'm yeah. thinking, no, I can't. People will be so disappointed if they know. So um, we we kind of ended all that when after a few years of things being hard, we'd been in counseling. We were working hard to, to really try and yeah. repair things. My husband had wrote, written this song about a hard time in our marriage. And he he'd shared it with me and he told me, you know, this is why I wrote this. And I thought, okay, great. And a few weeks later, he had a concert that he was doing at a bigger venue. There was a few hundred people there. And I was sitting in the audience. And then he starts to play this song. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to play his new song. And then he starts to say, I'm going to share the story behind this song. And I'm thinking, don't you dare. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. And he just starts, you know, he didn't get into details, but he started sharing that. Our marriage has been hard and the difficulties. And I'm sitting there just feeling my my face. And and can immediately, and then he's like, and there's my wife out there. Wave, everyone. I'm I'm thinking, are you kidding me? It's like, no, I want to put a fist to the air, not wave to you, Greg. And then, you know, everyone's looking. I felt felt like that, right? That everyone's looking at me. And I just was so caught off guard and upset. And so he shared, the song went over beautifully, actually. People really resonated with it, mm-hmm. which is amazing. The The night went on. I forgot, actually, that even happened because it had happened at the beginning. And I was waiting for him in the lobby of the church after. And um, this woman who I didn't know comes up to me and she's crying. And she was like, when your husband shared, I just, you know, that's me. And this is how I felt. And this is what's going on in my marriage. Wow. And she's mm-hmm. crying and sharing. And we're talking together, and then I see there's a woman standing behind her, and then a third woman behind her, and all of a sudden there's this little line of people wanting to talk about their marriage and their struggles and how they felt alone, mm-hmm. and woman after woman saying, I thought I was the only one, and I thought you guys were perfect, and to find out that you're feeling how I'm feeling, and for me it all kind of came together, and, and I mm-hmm. left there, and what I was initially frustrated with my husband for sharing, I felt like wow, this is crazy that we're all feeling similar and we're suffering alone and we're ashamed and it's this secret. This has got to stop. Like We need to support each other and say, I understand and I'm where you are and this is what's helped me and encourage each other, not feel Hmm. ashamed that we're not worthy of being in church anymore because we have failed, you know, the fairy tale. Isn't that sad, Pam? Like we've... Here we are all in church community and neighborhoods and friends, colleagues, Mm -hmm. and we think we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. So we isolate ourselves and keep it all in, Mm -hmm. which adds to loneliness and depression and disappointment and being feeling unsupportive. And and yet, if you actually asked everybody around you, we're all going through stuff. Yeah. Marriage, kids, loneliness, Mm -hmm. uh, dealing with elderly parents. Like, we're all going through Mm -hmm. stuff. And when is it where we're going to finally go, okay, enough is enough. Stop managing and fronting all of this fakeness and be real. Yes. Like, it's worth the risk, right? Yeah. 
It's worth the risk. Yeah. And I don't think that you have to, you know, I feel like I've never betrayed my husband's trust, and he's likewise never done that mm-hmm. to me on the public platform. You don't need to tell every juicy detail no. or anything, but you can talk about a general feeling of yeah. struggling, of feeling hurt and lonely and frustrated and how you manage that. And it's not a husband bashing session either. You know, we're not there to, to talk about how horrible it is and say, oh, poor you. It's to come together as women and say, you know, this is hard. Recognize it. Mm-hmm. What can we do on our part to to improve our relationship, to make it better, to yeah. make right decisions when these hard things happen? And yeah. I think those are the important and valuable conversations. Yeah, Be- yeah. because left on your own, no. when you're hurting, your your thought process is oh, not it's horrible. always. And I remember that right. you start yeah. conjuring up all kinds of yes. weird things, yeah. and then it, it actually can get worse. Right, and you can go into a spiral of even yes. a darker place yeah. in depression. Yeah, when you need actually a check to say, yeah. wait, this is your reality. Yeah, so you You're need a- another woman who yeah. loves you and knows you to exactly. say, you know what? Here, let's just reset. Let's take a breather here yeah. and let's talk this yeah. through. You're alive. Yeah. Right. You're going to get through this. And like yeah. like my best friend, and I've shared this before, where I was in the fetal position. I couldn't get up. I had to pack up my house. Mm-hmm. My marriage was over. And she just looked at me and she said, Melinda, I'm going to say this to you. Mm-hmm. Today is not your forever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she goes, mm-hmm. so you can feel this way, yeah. but then there are choices to make that you're not going to stay in that fetal position, yes. but you're going to get up, stand up, mm-hmm. and you're going to get through mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So nine years later, here mm-hmm. I am. And it was like one of those things where my girlfriend called it out. Like, you're not, we're not going to have you stay there. Mm-hmm. We would not allow it, mm-hmm. which I'm so thankful for. Yeah, and in the moment, you can feel like this is never oh, going right. to get better. Yeah. But, and, I, and I know that too. Like, I remember feeling at one point when things were really rough with us, I remember crying and being frustrated at God and saying like I did this the right way and I felt like a piece about marrying this man like why would you let me do this why would this happen this isn't fair this I don't want this to be my life this isn't what I signed up for what's the point of even marrying a Christian man I could have married whoever (laughs) and probably had a better life and you know you're saying all these things and I really felt you know like God spoke to me not in an audible way but I had this strong inner voice of saying this is a job that I have for you Mm. as a wife. And it is hard, but you can do it because I'm right here and I'm going to help you. And yes, I understand that your plan A is that your husband cherishes you and he looks after you and he's the strong one and he Mm -hmm. leads and holds it all together. But he's my son and right now you are going to be the strong one. You're going to hold your family together. You're going to have forgiveness and patience and I'm going to be right there with you and I'm going to give you the strength to do that. I know you don't want it, but this is this is your job. Yeah. And I felt instantly like <clears throat> kind of a peace wash over me. And I just was kind of thinking like, oh, all right, all right, <laughs> okay. fine. And then from then on, I really felt like then I had a purpose. Like exactly. And like if this isn't going to be forever. No. This is a time yeah. where you're going to step up and you're going to be in a position to help restore. Yeah. But isn't that a partnership yeah. though? That's exactly. what I think yeah. what I find fascinating is – Church, society, culture, we've created, you know, this fairy tale of marriage. Mm-hmm. You show up, you look beautiful. Yeah. It's all fun mm-hmm. and and easy. Mm-hmm. That's not real life. No. Like, we actually need to do pre-counseling mm-hmm. before anybody gets engaged to say, I don't even know if you should get engaged before yeah. you know this. Yes. Like, don't have counseling after you get engaged because yes. it's like, it's almost too like too late. late. Yep. But I think that it's like a partnership means there are times and seasons mm-hmm. you will have to pull mm-hmm. and be the person. Mm-hmm. And other times... He mm-hmm. will or yeah. she will. And there are times where, you know, you will not want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been 
the challenge for yeah. me, Pam, because there's yeah. times I'm like, I don't want to do this. That is other centered. That's sacrifice. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not my mm-hmm. way. But mm-hmm. that's what you like when you make that commitment. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in that, though, I have, you know, the hard part of marriage is actually the part that I've grown the most. Where yeah. I've actually feel that I've become a better woman right. because of the hard yep. stuff I've had mm-hmm. to go through. Well, isn't that like everything in life, right? right? The really hard things are the things where you have the most beautiful and fulfilling full circle moment, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I shared this actually at an event I was speaking at a couple weeks ago how last year we were on a family trip in Florida. And I don't remember what we were doing. My husband was playing with our kids and I was just sitting there watching them. And then all of a sudden I got so emotional because it seemed like everything over the last 12 years was flooding back to me. And I was thinking if I had given up at Mm -hmm. any one of these 200 points in the road where I wanted to, this moment wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be having this amazing family time. Mm, And if I had given up then, I would never be where I am now. And it just was a reminder to me to just push through because you don't even know what you're giving up. When you give up, you don't even know what what you're throwing away. You don't know what's coming, right? So So a few tips that got you through. We've talked a lot about different things. But what would you say if it was sort of like, and again, it's not like one of these things where I'm always careful Mm because we always do tips and we're like, okay, if I just check those off, then it's. So there's a lot more. But Mm -hmm. what would you say like 12 years later, Mm -hmm. through all of the struggle, through all that you've gone through, key tips that really helped you get through and and stay married? Mm Because I think that's really key. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I, I did do a blog on this. So so I'll just go with what I put on there. But so one thing I really believe in and I'm a huge advocate for is counseling, mm-hmm. professional counseling. Yes. And I tell everyone that we're in counseling. And I had a girlfriend once say, you know, I just, you're just telling everyone. Like, do you think maybe you should keep that <laughs> private? I was like, why? why? why so if you? you're sick, do you, are you ashamed to say you went to the doctor no. and got help? No, this is, we are so blessed to live in a time where we have so much professional help, yes. online books, podcasts you can listen to, sermons, mm-hmm. professional counselors, like work at it, go to counseling and and really commit to working through and to be open to what the counselor says because they're going to tell you stuff about yourself that you think, no, you know, you're way off. Yeah. You're not getting me. You don't get me. Yeah. I remember thinking that a few times and then a few weeks later, you're like, shoot, <laughs> shoot. It's they were true. right. <laughs> oh, I don't want to admit it, but it's, you know, and yeah. to be open. And I think um, being willing, especially as women, I think being willing to own your responsibility, mm, even big. if it's small. Because I know that's how I felt in our marriage. And I I know of other people who they're saying, yeah, but and maybe it's true. Maybe your spouse's thing is really the, the major problem. Like they have a dysfunctional behavior or dysfunctional thing they do that's really causing mm-hmm. a problem in your marriage. That is between them and their counselor, them and God. You don't worry about that. Yeah. You let him fix that. And then you say to yourself, what can I do to make it better? Even if it's yes. just how I respond, Isn't that big? Because right? we always like to deflect and say it's their issue yep. and I want to fix them. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, when I was in counseling, they yep. said, Melinda, mm-hmm. you need to focus on you, which is hard. You don't so want to focus hard. on no. you because then you can, you know, then yeah. you're confronted with some of the yucky yeah. stuff. Yeah. And nobody it's wants true. that. But yep. the only way you're going to – 
you know, you're going to carry on, that you're going to, you know, save and help a marriage, and even for yourself, is that you got to deal with your stuff. That's so true. And sometimes I think as women, especially too, you feel like, or I know I felt like this, well, if I if I admit that I do have some problems, as teeny tiny as they may be, <laughs> that's that's then letting him off the hook. Like, well, no, you're, uh, yes. and it, no, it's not that. By mm. you giving grace to him and you focusing on your problems, it's not saying that what he's doing is okay. That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is still destructive. It's still not okay. But you can look at yourself. And I think that that is something that we both worked on doing that was really transformational for us because I said, like, I'm going to focus on me. You focus on you. And then we're going to bring this back together. That's and that's where we saw, like, tiny baby steps in the right direction, right? So number one, counseling. Number two, own your stuff. That's right. And is there anything else? And then I think the third one is uh, communicating in an honest way and learning to talk to each other in an honest way. Tell how you feel in a way that isn't hostile and and to say, if this is upsetting to me or this isn't working for me, to be able to speak that and to be honest and not to – pretend like things are going okay if they're not you Mm -hmm. have to communicate which for us has always been a problem that we're working on let's talk about how we feel and to accept that if if sometimes my husband says something in my head I'm thinking no mm -mm, that's not I don't (laughs) think so but I have had to learn to just go okay I hear you if that's how you feel and even if I don't agree with it you know we'll circle back around to that later we're not going to just attack each other and yeah so I think that you know, being with counseling is important. I think being really humble, right? So humble in your relationship and being willing to look at yourself, communicating in an honest way, and then you get there. And to be patient, right? Like it's not, it's years. We 12 years later, I feel like we've come so far, but we mm. still have days where I think, oh yes. if there was a hidden video camera in this house, <laughs> I would be really embarrassed because we are not doing well. Yeah. But, you know, just don't give up. Yeah, And I think the part two is you've got community and there is the God factor. Mm -hmm. I think that at the end of the day, too, you've got, you know, you have your counseling, you own your stuff, Mm -hmm. you communicate. But to ensure that you've got good community around Mm -hmm. you, which is always tough for people, but I think the God part is that, you know, he doesn't give up on you. Mm -hmm. He's, God is really for marriage and commitment and for people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, marriage is created so that, you know, you can actually flourish and become a better person, become more in the Absolutely. likeness of Christ, yes. which I don't like to hear because it's like, you know, mm, but like, and within right marriage <laughs> or even, you know, as a single person within yeah. community, that's the whole purpose of being yes. with people yeah. is to mm-hmm. is to work hard and learn from one mm-hmm. another to become more in the likeness mm-hmm. of Christ. And nothing shines a light on your own selfishness more than marriage. Oh, like yes. You think you're not selfish, and then God is just like, let me show you. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. actually got a little work to do there. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, to be Christ-like. And it's, you know, it's hard to be angry at your husband if you reflect on how many times God has forgiven you. And yeah. then you're thinking, I'm not going to forgive. I'm going to be yeah. better. Well, it's hard, right? It's good. Yeah. It's good. Pam Sykes, I loved having you here. Yeah, I know that there are a lot more tips and blog mm-hmm. posts and information and and honest, authentic thoughts about your life at cleanlifehappywife.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for you and Greg uh, for being honest about marriage because I think that ministry of yours is bringing healing and hope mm-hmm. to so many marriages. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was yeah. so fun. When You're going to have to come back. Yeah. You're going to have to come back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks again. Okay. Wow. 
about one awesome episode. You know what else would be really awesome? Subscribing to my show. So click that subscribe button on YouTube or search for Your Story with Melinda on your favorite podcasting service to download the show weekly to your mobile device. 